hello and welcome back to PPD, Gaining a Wiser Mind, podcast where you can learn about BPD, whether you are one living with BPD, or you know someone close to you that has a disorder, or you're just keen to learn a bit more. So we are back, believe it or not, it has been two whole weeks since our last episode. Where have you been? Well, let's just say I'm here now so I'm keen to get amongst it it's been a while I'm looking forward to interacting with you guys again Uh, we've been posting on our Instagram as usual but it will be nice to have some conversations start some discussions around our subject for today So for today's episode, we are actually delving into another part of uh, DBT skills. Um, One of these we looked over last episode, which was distress tolerance skills, um, which are really beneficial to those with BPD. And today we are going to look at interpersonal effectiveness skills. These are really important. the word um, interpersonal effectiveness skills actually comes from the word interact and how we interact with others and you know these skills are all about how to overcome obstacles with our interactions um, with ourselves and others so uh, you know you might be wondering okay cool big word interpersonal effectiveness but you know why does it actually relate to me so many of us with BPD struggle with unstable relationships. Um, if you have BPD, you know that, or you might not be at the place to admitting that, but it's true. Um, so, like, let's just talk about an example. I'm sure many could relate. Let's say, you know, you and your partner are hanging out and. I always I talk about relationships in this episode. When I say relationship, this could be a friendship, uh, you know, a partner, uh, just any kind of intimate relationship that you have uh, with closeness. Um, but say your partner, you, you're suddenly feeling really angry at your partner. Um, maybe they mentioned a friend that they're spending time with or something like that. And you begin to accuse them of wanting something more or you're asking for more validation um, you know, getting really upset um, over something really small, um, which actually just ends up leaving your partner confused. Then they want to defend themselves, you know, as they would, um, which just increases the anger. You know, there's more conflict. Your anger escalates. Um, your partner might try to do the wise thing and try to leave and just say, oh, "Okay, this is a bit too much. I'm not going to handle you know this conflict right now," and you know, carrying on talking about it isn't going to help. So they might leave the situation physically. And then the person with BPD, we may believe that then they're angry at us. Um, So then the anger continues, but it's more influenced by fear. That you're fearful that you're going to lose someone and you've caused it, you didn't mean to cause it. And um, it all just goes south. And even eventually once it simmers down and, you know, the partner is still left confused and you know we can sit there and be like okay it's over now you know thank goodness but 
you know, that would just repeat, keep repeating itself and become a pattern um, when not acknowledged or there's no understanding, uh, there's no resolution. So that's why these interpersonal effectiveness skills are really uh, key to those of us with BPD. I'm sure you can relate to my example or something similar. It could have been a different uh, trigger to the situation um, that started off the anger. But there is a lot of the time that these uncontrollable emotions, um, you know, tend to make us act a certain way and people are left confused or overwhelmed and they don't know how to respond to us, which makes it almost worse because you need a resolution. Like, yes, the partner or other person can learn A, B or C and know how you think, feel and react and try to do something about it and be better on their end at responding to it. And that's awesome. We all need partners and people in our lives that understand our illness and um, how to help us. But there's also something that has to be done from the BPD person's side, um, from our side. And you know, you might not be at that part of your healing journey when you're ready to admit that for it to become more positive, you're really going to have to dig deep and figure it out. Um, but, you know, speaking from experience, I I really needed this. And these skills have really helped me and are going to help me in the future. Uh, it's an everyday practice, like you've probably heard many times, recovery never really ends. It's just an everyday continuation, as it is for everybody. We all have stuff that we're carrying on with. So, let's get back to the point. There are, there's about, I think there's three main skills that were originally kind of released with dialectical behavior therapy with good old Marsha. I think there's an extra skill called think that has been added in. Um, but anyway, there's these skills that make up the interpersonal effectiveness you know, skill set. And it's kind of like they took all of the healthy traits of a positive, healthy relationship and just produced this baby, this child called interpersonal effectiveness. And ta-da, that is what these skills are. So if you're keen to learn a bit more, keep on listening. So yes, you, you need these skills. Um, I really need these skills. These skills help us heal and avoid pushing people we love and care about away due to our behaviours. Our behaviours can become quite hostile and, you know, it's learning how to respect ourselves and others but also fulfil our own needs, you know. Because what actually happens, why this instability occurs in those of us with BPD is because we don't actually know how to get our needs met. We don't really actually want to cause harm. I'm sure everyone that has BPD could tell you we never intentionally hurt people. Like that's just not something that anyone would choose to do, I hope. Um, but really it actually comes down to not actually knowing how to meet our needs. So we've got to figure out how. So this is probably the most beneficial skills. These are probably some really beneficial skills to help you do that. Um, throughout this episode, I'm going to refer to this DBT deck. It's like a deck of cards that have been created that relate to different skills. And I think this is this was created by a guy called Lane Peterson. 
and yeah it's pretty awesome you know obviously it's come from Marsh's work and he's you know made it into his own um you know I highly suggest you get your own dbt deck it's a really like almost user-friendly way of you know practicing these skills and understanding them um anyway so practicing interpersonal effectiveness will hopefully have three positive results um such as an increase in your sense of self-respect increasing your ability to make and take care of your relationships and an increase in getting your wants and needs met which is really important Um, each of these skills have different aims but they're all interconnected to achieve a main goal of positive relationships with others and yourself okay so we'll delve right into it the first skill is called fast if you know anything about dbt you'll know that Marsha loves a good acronym so all of the skills almost all of them have you know letters that stand for something in the skill so fast is made up of four kind of subsets so each letter stands for something um anyway so fast is like the foundation for self-respect really and positive relationships are formed by you know feeling good about yourself and if you don't have a great self-esteem we all know deep down it's not going to have a super great effect on our relationships either so this is a good one for that um the f the first f stands for fear so it means like not holding unreasonable standards for yourself or others like realizing what's realistic um, being fair so you know it looks like no judgmental thoughts not having these insane dichotomous thinking um, patterns which we've talked about previously black and white stuff so instead of thinking like oh they're absolutely horrible or I'm powerless I can't get through any of this instead actually looking into you know if you're thinking someone's horrible and you're suddenly having this thought while you're having a conflict actually look deeper like how are they actually feeling where might this be coming from like why am I reacting the way I'm reacting um, about being fair you know not setting unreasonable standards for anyone involved so that's the first part of the skill and makes a huge difference to relationships the a in fast stands for apologies but no apologies um it's encouraging you to not make unnecessary apologies you know don't have such a lack of self-respect don't be ashamed to you know state your opinion ask for assistance um you know, not like not taking responsibility for your actions, but not apologizing things for things that aren't, that don't need to be apologized for. Um, I think many of us with BPD and lots of people with low self-esteem or things like that will apologize for unnecessary things, always feel guilty. And it's, it's constantly working on resisting those apologetic behaviors. So next time you have a moment where you feel like you're about to apologize for something that is literally unnecessary like even small things like if someone's offered to do something for you don't apologize for being an inconvenience because they've offered to do it so that's the no apologies the next one s in fast it stands for stick to values stick so think about your values consistently like actually take a moment to think about what you value i think lots of people don't take time to do this half of us are like what do I value? Like, what am I actually, you know, what am I in this life for? What do I value? 
um, and you know even make a list of them this might be things like your family safety honesty having fun in your life like anything like that and writing out how you actually live these out or at least even if that's not the case reevaluating and thinking how you want to live out these values so stick to your values and the last one and fast is t for truthful so that's just honesty like being truthful always like avoid lying and excuses take responsibility of your actions which it's a big one for me i had to learn that and i can i mean i'm sure i'm still learning um you know think about the times that when you were dishonest it, it caused you trouble or kept you stuck you know um deep down you have to realize the amount of relief you get from being truthful is going to be a lot better than being dishonest and covering up or not understanding how to be honest without so and so da 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 so being truthful really important no excuses take responsibility yeah that's it in a nutshell that sums up the fast skill for now i'm just going to tell you what each of them mean um and try to make them you know easy to understand so that's the fast skill the next one is give uh it has it's just like the foundation for building and maintaining relationships it's about being attentive of others you know giving yourself it's a it's a big one um one that i had to learn some of us are probably already on our way with some of these skills or naturally we're inclined to be better at other things uh this is one that i had to get a bit better at so the g starts for stands for genuine some people say some people know it as gentle i think in the give skill some people say gentle some people say genuine um it's about and being gentle it's like about not being defensive you know being your true self is also important in a relationship and because deep down if you fake things and you're being phony like it will have a negative effect in the long run so being genuine and gentle um not needing to be liked but just being yourself and this will be a good start and you know building blocks for your relationship which we all should know hopefully um i stands for show interest and this is about really listening authentically not just you know passively listening giving people space to open up showing people that you are listening and you're interested through your body language how you communicate with your eye contact and even just your willingness to put things away like your phone or taking time to really listen look at someone you know restate what they're feeling to show that you are in it you know um great the next one kind of goes hand in hand with that it's about validation for v um you know non-judgmental thoughts no matter the situation never you know come out at it with it could be worse um i think lots of us with bbd heard that when we were younger and you know we shouldn't say stuff like that to others you know um if anything you should be you know voicing their frustration saying i can hear you're frustrated you know echo back their thoughts and feelings like i hear you're saying that you're upset about this is that correct you know tell me more just showing immense compassion and being genuine <laughs> about it uh, the last one is e for easy manner and that's just like being relaxed and comfortable in yourself and you know 
when there's conflict, just taking a step back and just chilling and thinking, is this worth being debated? Am I just starting something over nothing? You know, things like that. Just keeping it easy. Uh, not Trying not to overreact and fighting those emotional thoughts. All right. What's next? Have we, oh my goodness, have we gone through two skills already? Cool. Um, we're on the last skill. This is the big boy. It's a long one. It is also an acronym and it's a big one. It stand, it's Dear Man, uh, which is a solid seven letters. Um, but Dear Man skill is all about assertiveness. It's about speaking up yourself not assuming that everyone knows how you're feeling uh this is a big important one i think you might feel the same way for yourself um it's about getting our needs met but also you know taking into consideration other people's wants within it um considering what you want out of interactions or where you want to go um it's all about yeah assuming not letting people not assuming that other people know what you need being direct, um, consider timing of when you request things from other people, um, and then intensity level, I think that's important, um, all things we can learn. So D, the start of Dear Man, uh, stands for describe, so it's like using specific language when you to ask for something, you know, clear, not beating around the bush kind of thing, if you have something to ask of someone, just ask it. You know, the worst that can happen is they say no. Um, don't be afraid to ask for what you need. Uh, sometimes we you might have grown up in a household where you, you just, it's really hard to ask for what you need. You don't know how to communicate it and then you never learn. So be clear. Describe what you need. Be specific. Even if that means, you know, practicing it by writing it down on paper and, you know, bringing that to the table. Uh, next letter, E stands for expressing I feel like I should slow down I think this is easy for me to understand because I've planned it out and just listening to it is probably just going over your head I hope you can get even a little bit out of it um back on track um E stands for express so whether these are your opinions or your emotions and expressing how you feel and your demands demand sounds like horrible but you know what I mean um, with a, you know, taking in mind your tone of voice, your gestures, um, being really clear, make sure all of those things capture what you want to say. Um, this takes a lot of balancing your emotions though, like, which I know a lot of us, we're not great, we're not great at that, um, or we're getting better. Um, it's really hard to balance our emotions, but when you're expressing, you kind of just have to keep it cool, try to remain at an equilibrium while you're requesting what you really need. And that's the same with A, it's about being assertive um, and asking or whether it's saying no to something, um, asserting your needs but without an aggressive tone, uh, which is hard sometimes when you're requesting something, your emotions get overwhelming and you do, you get a bit aggressive, um, we've all been there. So it's being assertive without being aggressive and pushy and over the top. So that's a big one. The eyes for reward um, or reinforcing, um, which is an interesting one. It's like what positive outcome will the other person on the other end that you're requesting from, what will they get from it? Which sounds like really 
rude like oh what can I get from what you're giving me but really um, it's actually for both of you so for example you could reward the person uh, okay so say you want someone to listen to your request so for example you might say oh to your partner I know it's a Tuesday and we usually do this in the afternoon but I need to unwind to do something for myself and I just know that that's what I need right now um, and this will help me be in a better place so we can actually end up enjoying you know doing whatever um, later as I'll be in a better place so you're suggesting what you want to do so that might be oh, I actually need to go have a walk now by myself I know we usually do this stuff but it will actually benefit you and me because I'll be in a better place so you're asserting what you need but you're also showing and reinforcing that it will have a positive outcome for all involved. You're reasonable. You're taking people into consideration. Uh, great. The M in man is uh, being mindful of your goals. Repeating what you want. Don't get sidetracked, which we all do a lot. Your emotions and your thoughts kind of take over and it's not great. So it's important that you repeat your request over and over even when you're practicing to show that you're like, okay, I actually know what I want. Um, and this might mean practicing some of those other tools we talked about last episode, like radical acceptance and just not engaging with other people's hostility, just accepting, breathing and carrying on with what you really need. Uh, next, the A is for appearing confident. Uh, tricky stuff uh, it's all about your posture even your body language your tone your voice um, but just coming across confident even if that means thinking of someone you know that's confident doesn't have to comes across like they don't have a worry in the world and pretending to be them coming across confident like you know this is what you want and you need it um, the last one is negotiate which I think is a key one especially if you want positive relationships um, negotiate it's about meeting halfway with your need you know without compromising your own values of course um, just being considerate of other people's limits showing them that you you can compromise and you're actually reasonable you can understand them you have a level of empathy or sympathy uh, so negotiating and this might mean using your wise mind um, standing up for what you want but also being mindful it's a tricky balance um, hence we can pop in the wise mind there. One of my favorite skills. Anyway, I've rambled on. I I don't actually even want to look at how long this has been so far. And it may just be a big old word vomit for you. Um, but these are really cool skills. Uh, it's one thing listening to them. But please, please, please go out and do some research or you know look on our page later on we'll be posting some breakdowns of these skills get yourself your own dbt deck i can definitely suggest the one i have it's great i know there's also one that literally like it comes hand in hand with the handbook i don't have that um, but i've got that this other one so i suggest doing that i i choose two skills a week and just pop them on my wall when i do meditations and they're just my focus for the week. Otherwise, it's all a bit overwhelming. So the better you get the skills and you practice them, they just become, you know, part of you and how you react. But at the start, obviously, you need to actively learn them and practice them. 
So anyway, if you're listening to this podcast or whatnot, you're already making a choice to change and that's an awesome start. You're showing that you want to learn these skills, you want to not be pushing people away that you love and care about and you want to make a change. So it's like that, it's important, it's just like a house, so to speak, you know, the foundation needs to be solid and positive and if it's not, the house will, you know, crumble eventually. So using these skills will help learn them, you know, work hard. And those of us with BPD can experience like a lot of conflict and have uncontrollable negative emotions which relate to the BPD traits. Um, But coping with conflict and how to respond appropriately and fairly, I have found that it's one of the most important things I've had to learn on my healing journey. Um, It's just, you know, it involves many things. To break it down, I feel like I had to start by acknowledging and truly acknowledging what I have done to others and what others have done to me in the past that hurt me that made me react a certain way um even if it's deep 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 in the past like years back um but yeah most importantly yes acknowledging what I've done and really taking ownership of it um and you can't do that without understanding it so you need to actively reteach yourself skills um, to pretty much be a healthy human, like, it's like being your own parent sometimes, I've found on my BPD journey, and please let me know, send me a message on Instagram or comment, if you feel similar, like, since actually actively healing, I'm realizing that I'm just, like, I'm reparenting myself, I'm, like, teaching myself things, Um, that I need to know, that I I haven't been getting right. I mean, people know that um, a lot of the time a common symptom, I guess, um, of BPD is age regression, like acting younger and responding to things with a younger frame of mind. We can go into the ego states and talk about the child ego state and this, that and the next thing. But yeah, so you kind of regress back to... I don't know, I guess an age that trauma hit or something that happened and you react to things at that age. So it's about almost re, you know, revamping your skill set in order to be someone who can have positive relationships and, you know, navigate their way through life positively. So you're well on your way. You've listened to this. Congratulations if you've listened to the end. Uh, okay. So, you have just learned the three, three, yeah, three main skills of interpersonal effectiveness. So, congratulations. Uh, Here is your graduation ceremony. Yay, you have, you've listened to the, to them. Now, time for the real work. (laughs) Good luck. But yes, please practice, practice, practice. Practice makes perfect practice in a sane state of mind as well write it down write a script if you need to you know things like that you gotta you gotta learn somehow anywho it's been good it's been good to chat and you know teach some stuff it's been a while i've missed it i hope you've learned something even if it's one thing hope it's helped hope you can help people around you that need it and you can help yourself Thank you.
um, what else? I really, I think that's us. So, thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh, keep, you know, keep listening. Keep following our posts on Instagram. You know, see what's up, what's next. Um, for more inspiration, understanding yourself. And also just for a sense of belonging. Because I've been getting that myself. Just hearing that people resonate and feeling and seeing people with the same content and it's really it's rewarding and comforting so you know keep in touch we're all a big community here those of us with bpd and those of us that are supporting people and really caring for those that have it you guys are awesome we are super grateful we couldn't do it without you so thanks for sticking around but also please keep you know pulling us up and making us be better people um because we can't learn these interpersonal effectiveness skills if we don't get pushed to do so so thank you thanks for listening and hopefully we'll catch you on the next episode hopefully it's actually in a week's time and not two weeks uh thanks for being patient have a beautiful evening a beautiful morning a beautiful afternoon whatever you're doing okie dokie we will see you next time goodbye